הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שדורנו, ולכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכנף הקדוש משבר את המה, ובבחד רבנו הקדוש תדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכל חוכמה, רבנו נחמן פגם את שמחה, נא נח נחמן נחמן אומן זכותו תגן עלינו, ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם, today's gonna be the last piece, uh, or the last podcast on uh, this section of שיחות הר"ן, until we enter the next section of uh, רבנו's uh, toil and service in עבודת השם. Um, and his youth, and also uh, as he grew older. But we're going to do today uh, sections 156 and 157. When Rabbeinu was in Uman, uh, towards the end of his life, he heard the voices of those people, or from his house, Rabbeinu was close enough to the cemetery, that he heard the voices of people screaming at the cemetery who came to cry on their ancestors' graves. Because it's of course customary for people when they come on the grave of someone that they uh, come in to pray on. The grave especially of ancestors. They begin to cry in a bitter voice. They begin to scream in a bitter voice. And one time, One time, Rabenu heard a certain woman screaming over there on the, on the kever, on the grave of her father. Avi, avi, she screamed. She screamed, my father, my father. With a great, bitter voice. And Rabenu's daughter was standing next to him at the time. And Rabenu, when he heard this woman screaming from the cemetery, he said to his daughter, Rabenu said, this woman, she's screaming with proper concentration, my father, my father. But her father is not in the grave at all. What this means is like this. Rabbanu said it's very important that when you come to the graves of your ancestors, to, um, before you come and speak to them, before you come and pray to Hashem Yitbach on their behalf, before you come to ask of them things, it's important that you tell the, the deceased that are next to the grave of your father or your mother, perhaps, that it surrounds your father and your mother's grave. Meaning, well, go tell the people that have passed away that are buried right next to your parents. And uh, go, come and tell them. Uh, go to them and ask from them. <speaking in Hebrew> to come, that they should go and inform your parents that the son or the daughter has come. Essentially, Rabenu is coming to teach us that sometimes you come on the grave you come on the grave of your father or your mother, but they're not there. And um, that's because the Nishama sometimes went somewhere else or something like this. So Rabenu says that the best thing to do is to go to the graves of those who are next to this person and tell them that uh, so-and-so has come. For example, if it's me, then Moshe has come to visit uh, this person, etc. Because it's certain that not all the dead um, pass away and leave the place of their grave to the, pit, to the place in which they are intended to go. Because many still remain in their graves. Because it's possible that your parents might have left, but the other people around uh, might not have left. So it's good to inform them that they should ne- let your father know. Because of course they have close access to um, higher levels and um, different worlds of course. So they could go let your father know that you have come.
ואמר אז רבנו סלע תתן, אבל אצל הצדיק הם צריכים לחשוש על זה שמא אינו שם. רבנו סלע, this is true with regard to other people, but by the tzadik, with regard to the tzadik, we do not need to suspect about this at all. We do not need to suspect or have concern that perhaps he might not be there. כי מיטת הצדיק הוא רק כמו מי שיוצא מחדר לחדר אחר. Because רבנו says like this, the death of the tzadik is just like a person who leaves one room and enters another room. He gave a comparison to his daughter, he gave a parable to his daughter, like uh, something that uh, his daughter could grasp about himself. He told his daughter that just like now I'm in this room, and after this I'm going to go to the next room and enter the next room, the second room, and close the door behind me. He told his daughter, if you would come to the next room, and would scream, my father, my father, Will I not hear your voice? Of course, it's a rhetorical question. Rabban was telling his daughter that if you come to the next room, I can hear you very clearly, just like you're in the room with me. Because I'm right there. And the same is true of the tzaddik. When the tzaddik passes away, the tzaddik is like he enters from one room to the next. Like these words we have heard from Rabbanu's holy mouth many times over. That Rabbanu hinted to all his followers, to each and every individual, how awesome it is, how spiritual, how great the spirituality is when a person merits to come on his holy kever, his holy grave, and um, to come pray on his holy grave at his gravesite. Because Rabbanu said it's certain, or Rabbi Nathan says in the name of Rabbanu that it's certain. That Rabbeinu will hear your words, ve'yazor, he will help you, ve'yoshialo, and he will save you, bechol madevsha, with all his capabilities. Uchvar nirshemu ezes yichod be'el, and many conversations have been printed above already. Kichen ha'ita darko ba'kodesh, because this was Rabbeinu's holy way, la'suach al-daber bechokhmato al-nifla'ah, to converse and to speak about his awesome wisdom. Uvishat ha'sicha lo hevinu kavanato. And it's during the time when we heard the conversation coming from the Rabbeinu's holy mouth, we did not understand Rabbeinu's intention. Only afterwards, we only understood, perhaps retrospect, what Rabbeinu's kavana was. Only after, specifically with regard to this, meaning what to come onto Rabbeinu's grave, uh, grave, and to pray on his grave in his merit. Rabbeinu spoke a lot about this, explicitly and in hinting, many times over. And it's already been explained that Rabbeinu brought two witnesses together, as mentioned in conversation 141. And over there he speaks about the Tikkun Aktali, that he brought Rabbi Aaron, Rabbi Naftali, and he brought the Sefer Torah. And he, he, gave an, he made an oath saying that I uh, make a promise that anyone who will come on my kever, recite the Tikkun Aktali, the 10, uh, the ten uh, chapters of Tehidim, that uh, he composed in a certain order that he uh, put in a certain order that is uh, um, uh, propitious for Tikkun Abrit. And uh, Rabbeinu said, that is Tikkun Abrit in itself. And Rabbeinu said that anyone who would come on my, my grave and uh, recite this Tikkun Akali on my behalf to give a, a coin to charity, I will go uh, to the length and to, to the breadth of creation to save this person and even pull him out of hell by his peyot, by his side locks. Incredible promise that Rabbeinu made. So we can see how many times Rabbeinu spoke about the importance of coming on his grave to pray. Seif Kufnun Zayn. Conversation 157. Last one for today. Rabbi Nathan says, I heard in Rabbeinu's name that he said like this. 
שכבר אמר כמה תורות על חולת שלו. רבנו said, I've already said many lessons on my sickness. About my sickness. Which sickness? Tuberculosis, which has to do with the lungs. Because when Rabbeinu returned from Lemberg, Rabbeinu mentioned a little bit in every single lesson about the subject of the lungs. And this, of course, was the source of his sickness, tuberculosis. Because he had this sickness that we know, um, um, which is called tuberculosis, of course. Uh, may God spare us from this. We know this is the sickness of the lungs. And he said, Rabbeinu said that according to the multitude of lessons that he gave about this subject, about this idea, about the lungs, about the sickness, he was already fitting to be healed, Rabbeinu said. Rabbeinu said, it's already fitting that I be healed because I already gave all the lessons and the remedies. But the reason why I'm lacking this, is because of the lack of emunah of those listening to me, that their emunah is not as strong. Meaning that the, the students of Rabbeinu didn't have as much emunah in the words of Rabbeinu as he did, and therefore, because of this, because the audience didn't have as much emunah, he could not be healed from this. Because it requires a, uh, it's a two-way street, not only him, but um, his students too. That they have to accept the words as well. And their emunah wasn't as strong as it needed to be to heal Rabbeinu. And uh, we see here that Rabbeinu writes, we know also Rabbeinu said, I could have gotten rid of my sickness, but of course, um, this is something that he said, this is the will of Hashem. And uh, of course, Rabbeinu was not willing to change that. So, um, that's it for today. Of course, Rabbeinu says that uh, he, Rabbeinu brings all the remedies to all the sicknesses in the world. There's many different lessons that speak about different parts of the body and where each sickness stems from. And uh, of course, it's mesugal to study a lesson. If God forbid a person suffers with a certain sickness, that has to do with a certain body part. It's very mesugal, it's very propitious to study a certain lesson of Rabenu, to apply the advice in that lesson that speaks about that organ. So, Zrat Hashem, that's it for today. God willing, we continue in the next podcast, starting with Seif Kufnul Chet, uh, uh, conversation 158, Zrat Hashem.